and welcome to Who Wins Podcast, where each episode we pit pop culture icons against each other in a brutal fight to the death. In this episode, it is the turn of Voltron and Power Rangers. I'm Chris. I'm Mark. And here we go. Okay, so this is a pretty niche one, even for us. I am getting my geek on this episode. I'm just just throwing it out there now. But I guess to start with then, just for those of you who've never seen Voltron, I'm assuming everybody's going to know who Power Rangers are. I thought so. I mean, the people listening will be in their 20s, 30s, so should have an idea, or should have watched television at some point in the 90s. Yeah, and there was a slight kind of Voltron resurgence in the last couple of years as well, and there's been several iterations of it, same as they have with Power Rangers. So yeah. I'm sure somebody somewhere, though, will have not heard of Voltron. If you haven't, head over to YouTube or Google, type in Voltron, that's V-O-L-T-R-O-N, and you'll see what we're talking about. But in its absolute basic essence, Voltron is a giant friggin' robot that's made up of, I want to say, five five smaller robots, all shaped like lions, all colour-coded. It bears more than a slight resemblance to Power Rangers, but it came first. I think it's pretty fair to say that whoever invented Power Rangers had seen Voltron. I think so. I mean, starting from there, saying people may not be aware of Voltron or know what Voltron is. When we first talked about doing this, I had to, I had to Google it myself. And as soon as I saw it, I recognised it from when I was a child. I, I don't remember so much the, the TV show, but I certainly remember the toy. My brother and I had one of the five components, so we had bits of it. We never had the whole one to put together, but we at least had part of it. So mm. you, you may well know it when you see it without actually realising what it is. But yeah, I think you're right. I mean, the The concept is practically identical. You've got five colour-coded robots that come together to make one big fucking thing that looks pretty much identical to the other. Yeah, basically. I think Voltron could do more than the Power Rangers robot could do. I mean, he had a, I seem to remember he had a big electrified sword for one thing, and he had some sort of command over lightning with it as well. Like, it could get struck by lightning, from what I remember. Right. Whereas the Power Rangers robot was basically just a, a big, big robot. Yeah, it was a big robot. It had a sword. I think it had a, sh- a small shield as well, possibly. I think so. I mean, in every episode, it, no, they, they made something big that it had to you know, go to be the giant Megazord, or whatever they call it. Um, yeah. And I think if it wasn't a... You know, dude in a Godzilla suit, it was something that had a sword or a staff or something, so it needed a shield to defend itself to then push the thing over into some power or something. Yeah. Um, I don't remember them commanding lightning or anything like that. I don't think no. that cool. No, I mean, the, the key thing in this fight, I suppose, is that the Power Rangers, they're basically just teenagers, whereas the pilots in Voltron, they're still quite young, but they're all like members of some, I forget the name of it, but they're members of some intergalactic like federation. They are pilots. Yeah, these guys know what they're doing. They're military trained. Yeah, that essence. was it. And they didn't have that annoying fucking robot going, hey, 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 walking around all that. Oh, I forgot about that thing. Yeah, it was fucking C-3PO across the twat. Yeah, no, I fucking forgot Power Rangers had that little, it was like their version of Orko or yes. whatever. Um, we're crossing franchises again now. Um <laughs> It's all Mattel, wasn't it? Yeah, they were all to sell toys. Let's not kid ourselves. Even Voltron, all of this is to sell toys. Of course it is. Although Voltron, it's worth mentioning at this point, it was obviously a cartoon series, but the toy was absolutely fucking incredible. This thing was my favourite toy as a kid. I remember being sick off school with measles once. It's one of my earliest memories that I can think of anyway. And just spending hours playing with Voltron. It was essentially a Transformer that came apart. It was amazing. So it was like My five separate... Came apart. Never <laughs> well, yeah, they weren't supposed to come apart. It was essentially 
five separate lion toys that all slotted together into this big robot and then you could shoot the green toy off like a fist oh it was amazing but yeah I, I mean to get back to the essence of this fight then first of all it's got to take place in space because Voltron kind of flies about in space yeah, that's what he does and there's no reason the Power Rangers can't go to space yeah and I mean, I, but I think that when Voltron was in its fully assembled form I'm fairly sure they were all on terra firma be it on earth or wherever they were on a, a physical landmass mm. to actually fight so it doesn't really matter if it's in a, if it's a moon if it's earth if it's wherever yeah um, but I think in order to get the full effect it needs to be rather being in space as such it needs to be on a, on a, a planet be it on yeah 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 I mean bearing in mind we're going to have two giant friggin robots fighting I think we've got to put them on some sort of desolate planet somewhere to ensure that like they don't destroy buildings which Power Rangers never seem to do they always had fights in cities but it was always near like power lines and stuff yeah, like that they, they ne you never eat total buildings it's not like no, you had no. uh, I think they took out a few power grids and stuff but it was always a minor inconvenience like we're not talking the end of Man of Steel here with Power Rangers like yeah. it wasn't a huge casualty element you didn't have that you know, we, we nuked a city to just to have a bit of a fist fight which you know considering they're all hormonal teenagers you'd think would be right up their street really you'd think so no mass destruction overpowered vehicles no, not muscle cars in this case but no big fucking same with two tigers and shit yeah what were they all together okay yeah, so Power Rangers we had a no, tiger Power Rangers Mastodon a pterodactyl a triceratops a saber tooth tiger and a T-Rex and then you had a dragon or a fucking something else when the green slash white one joined were they all dinosaurs? Yes, I thought they were all dinosaurs. See, there are so many different incarnations of Power Rangers that I'm totally yeah. confused. I, I mean, for, for this thing. one, we're going for the Mighty Morphin. Yeah, like Power the original. Ranger, the original. Yeah, it, it's, well, it's 90, the same. 93, 94. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same with Voltron. There are several different iterations of Voltron, but we'll go for Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and Voltron Lion Force, which was the original yeah, so Voltron. Far, far universal. Universe. Voltron of the f Defender of the Far Universe. Yeah. yeah. I told you I was going to get geeky. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Okay. Yeah, so, so I'm trying to think because they had a particular order when when they you know, they had to you know, go into battle. They had a particular order which they had to. Well, they didn't have to, but the TV show boss put them in the same order. Yeah, I think, I think Red so, was first. No, Red it? was last because was he? Was Red was like the kick-ass one. No, no, no. Red was only the kick-ass one until Green slash White uh, until, came until along. The, until the dragon came along. Yeah. The dragon was fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, apart from the fact that you had to you summoned it with a fucking flute. Yeah, that's pretty gay. That was a little bit gay, and you had this. You know, his, his standard weapon was a dagger and it turned into a fucking flute. Yeah, that is, that's, that's a, rubbish. He might as well be playing the fucking panpipes at that point. Was there any reason for it to turn into a flute? No, it's just that's how he summoned it. He turned the dagger on its side and blew on it. <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> it made noise. There was a certain order, I think, I'm trying to remember, cause obviously the order was there so the kids, when they were kids, were playing with that. They bought all the toys to go with it. They could do it in the right in order. In the right order, yeah. So if, if it was higgledy-piggledy every week, then they'd never know what to do. When you learn by repetition as well, it was a kid's show. So if you repeat something consistently, the kids are going to learn that. This is true. Also, they'd have learned, don't know, small Asian women are evil, apparently. Yeah. Because, no. Well, no, wasn't there an Asian Power Ranger as well? Wasn't the yellow one a Chinese Yeah, girl? she was, yeah. Not to, be, not to be racist or anything, but she was the yellow one. <laughs> <laughs> That is true, yeah. Was the black one? Yeah. Black as the, well. The black one was the Mastodon, and I'm fairly sure he had a black operator. Oh my god, that's horrible. That is terrible, isn't it? I hadn't actually thought of that, but that's fucking horrendous. No, and it definitely is this because the pink one was the girl. The pink one was the pterodactyl, the, which was, the girl. was Buffy's um, stunt dog. Yeah, 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 that's right. Um, and the other girl was the same tooth tiger. You had the black one was the Mastodon, the blue one was the Triceratops, and the red one was the T Rex. Maybe the black guy was in the blue one then I don't know the yellow one was definitely yeah, so the Chinese the, girl yeah it was the pink and the yellow were the girls and the pink one was the pterodactyl which was I'm the... missing a Power Ranger then because I, I know who pink was they say that was the woman that went on to be Buffy Stunt though yeah 
Then the yellow one was the Chinese girl. Yeah. The red one was the leader dude until Green came along. Yeah, and then they no, that was their big source of conflict for like three years. Yeah, so then there's back. Who was in the blue one then? The fairly geeky looking dude with the glasses, which was the Triceratops. Oh, was it a geeky dude? See, I blanked him from my mind. Yeah, he, he, was, he, was, he was the token nerd. They had to have you know, a brainiac in the group because you had the, the pretty popular one, the, the good martial artist, the, yeah. the natural leader, the other natural leader. And the token ethnic. Wow. So they really they really did rip off Voltron because it, it was a similar thing. You had... Yeah, um, but the kid, didn't you, with glasses? You had a small kid with glasses who was nerdy. Then you had... I think his name was even something like Hunk, but the yellow guy was a big built... He always looked kind of Tongan or something, but still, he yeah. was... Now, when you get to Power Rangers, you had that character called Bulk, who wasn't one of the Power Rangers. He was the supporting numbskull. Bulk and Skull, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember those. Bulk like was the, the big fat yeah. dude. Looked a bit like Meatloaf. Yeah, yeah. Just not with the, sort of the really tight ponytail and the, mm. the, the leather waistcoat that didn't fit him and shit like that. And one of the jokes oh, I always remember, because it's so fucking awful, was for some reason, they all got detention. I can't remember what it was. And Bulk and Skull came in, and he said, so you're sitting in my seat, and I don't see your name on it. And he pulled up the desk and he carved it on the inside of the desk because he was there that often. And I always remember it because it's such a shit joke. Mm. But I remember thinking, how has he got time to sit there and carve on a desk? Is nobody fucking watching him? Is he not being supervised during detention? That's and also, what did he carve it with? Presumably like a compass like he used to do on the side of your pencil case and shit. I guess compass is the, yeah, is the multidisciplinary tool yeah, of you school. Can, yeah, you can, you, can, you can do circles with it. You can stab people with stab it. Stab people with it. That's yeah. what I was getting to. Yeah. Um, so yeah, maybe it's that. But I always remember that character because he was so fucking useless. He was always trying to pick fights with the Red Power Ranger in, mm. in his not Power Ranger form because he thought he was tough and he was he, he could fight and everything. And every week he ended up falling on his face and ended up you know, face first in a pile of mud, mud or yeah. dog shit or whatever it was. Just because he was not, it made him look like a boob, and thus made the others look that much more credible. But yeah, so even, yeah, even there's a similarity point, there. The similarities yeah, are there. I mean, I don't remember there being a, a like a, a large cast of sporting characters in Voltron and that, but but the core cast. So you had the geeky guy, then you had like like I say, I'm sure he was Hunk or Hulk or something. I'm sure it was Hunk, and he was kind of I don't know, just. He definitely wasn't white, put it like that. He was like, yeah, he always looked that way, or maybe even Hispanic, I don't know, but he, he was definitely off colour. The red one was the leader, uh, although in Voltron he was called Keith, which, lame. Yeah. Like, sorry if your name's Keith out there, but I think you know if your name's Keith, you really shouldn't be piloting a giant intergalactic lion robot. That's not a job for a Keith, definitely. Who is that job for? I don't know. I, I don't know. You, you need like a cool leading man kind of name, but you, you're not a Keith. You're not a Keith or a Kevin or an Nigel, are you? No, definitely not. Definitely not. But yeah, so I mean, there are lots of similarities. And I, I, as I remember the, the Voltron toy more than I remember the, the show, I've got to be honest. Well, the, I mean, the basic concept, of, I mean, for, for the purposes of this fight, is you've got, as far as the show went anyway, you had this force of five pilots. The pink one was a girl as well. So there's another there's Power one. Rangers. But then again, the pink one would be a girl because it was the 80s. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. But still, the colour similarity is yeah. the Power Um So the, the main difference is, I guess, that's going to come into play, whereas Power Rangers had separate animals for their vehicles. Yeah, and they were kind of supposed to re re reflect their personality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so well. they, they were all capable of slightly different movement patterns and slightly different things as well. And, like, obviously a Mastodon's going to move different to, say, a Pterodactyl. Yeah. Uh, whereas in Voltron, the robots are all identical. They're all lions. I mean, they're flying lions. Yeah, you know? but they're all like they're all Yeah, they've just got different colours. They all start from separate kind of areas. Like one comes out 
from under the sea, one comes out from a volcano, but they're essentially all the same. So a little bit like Thunderbirds, they would all start from separate bases yeah. and stuff. I, I'm thinking, I vaguely remember, so the, I think the Power Rangers started from different places as well. Like, I, I vaguely remember one, it might be the dragon one that came out of the water. Right. Um, so again, I, th I don't think they all came from together, but you just never saw in the same level of detail yeah. where they all came from. Correct me if I'm wrong, because I can't fucking remember, but... I'm, f they all, I'm fairly sure they did the similar thing. Like obviously, the pterodactyl just flew into wherever the fuck they were. Yeah. They always flew from behind the same cloud. I don't know why. can't imagine. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so I think that was the case. But you didn't have as much detail as you had in, in Voltron. In Voltron, yeah. I mean, in, in Voltron, it was a definite thing. Like, every episode, there would be a point where they would have to get to the lions. Yeah. And there was... A, it was like a tooling up sequence. They, yes. you know, it was it was their version of sliding down the bat pole. They would go into a lift, and the lift would take them up onto like a little kind of zip line thing, which would go down in a spiral and would drop them in yeah. their lions. Then, well, actually, no, they go to a separate the, ship first, a ship, which and like, the ship had to shoot them to yeah, where their and, lions. And if started. you look at it, it kind of looks like the Thunder Tank from Thundercats, and I'm not sure which of those came first. There would have been fairly oh, similar times. Yeah, they probably would have been earlier, but possibly didn't make as much of the that sort of shuttle type vehicle as, as no. the. As Thundercats did. Well, plus, I mean, the, the Thunder Tank was the actual end vehicle. It was like an ATV type yeah, combat this, vehicle. This, was this is literally bombing. just taking them from their base to their ship. Yeah, this is what you get in the airport when you're too fat to walk, and it's, it's the golf Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a little golf buggy that takes you up to your lion, and then the lions all start from their separate points. They would all converge together, and there was always a shot of them running, and they would converge together, and then they would all kind of take off. And then once they've taken off, that's when they can initiate the form a Voltron. They put these keys in and they all form together into Voltron. Yeah. And make this big friggin' giant robot. Yeah. Now one thing that got me and so we just watched the intro again just to sort of remind us before uh, before we started recording. And how fucked off would you be if you got all that way and then you realize you forgot your keys? You left them in your own spacesuit. Yeah. And you're like, oh, fuck, where did I put those? Oh, sorry, guys, we're going to have to no, postpone saving the universe because I've left my fucking keys in Tokyo. Don't have my key, yeah. I'm <laughs> shotgun, shotgun on the red one. <laughs> Well, you, you've just got a slightly stymied robot then. You might be missing a leg or something, so they need a crutch. Yeah, possibly, or it could be missing like a key component, like a torso or a head. I think the torso was... I don't know which one of them formed the torso, actually. The torso, was, was, the torso was red, wasn't it? So we, do we assume that it was part of the red, what, the red lion? I guess so. Two of them formed the legs and the feet. Two of them formed the arms. Yeah, the... the, the so yeah, I guess red was the torso then. You, yeah, you so never I really think, saw that. Yeah, I think that the black, the black and the yellow ones were the feet. The blue and the green were the arms. Yeah. And the red was the torso and head, because then the the head so sort of came up and then a helmet went over it, didn't it? Or a helmet came in and the head popped up through it or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This um, the the head of the black lion. That sort of goes on to the body of the red one, but then the mouth opens and, and then a, a little a, robot like a, like head. A humanoid pops head. Up. Yeah. Yeah, that's it, right? I remember. Not having any one of those robots kind of fucks up the whole effect. Although a similar thing, I guess, would happen with Power Rangers as well. If you're losing one yeah. Power Ranger, then you yeah, still you miss the, one. What do they call it? The Megazord? Megazord, I think it was. And then, I think it was Megazord. And then when the dragon, it became Dragon Megazord, which I think if that was the only one because that came later. If you didn't have the dragon, you could, you could have the dragon and the Megazord, or you could have the Megazord on its own without the dragon there. And same with when green became white. I think it was like White Tiger it became or something like that. And if you didn't have that one, you could still have the original. Yeah, he was a tiger when he was white, definitely. Yeah. So, I mean, you could still have the original Megazord, hmm. um, but you couldn't, then you didn't have what it became after the other one joined it. So, for purposes of this fight, then, we are allowing the inclusion of green slash white. No, I would say yes, because that was the first season. Okay, so they, they've got it on numbers as well, then. Yeah, but they've got they, kind of shit. They've got six robbers versus five. Okay, but if we're, if we're including green slash white, then, is he green or white? Because that has a bearing on what his robot's going to be. That does. I mean, 
to me it would be cooler if he was green because green was a dragon. Yeah. But then there was a whole story arc where he was he started off as evil, like they made the Green Ranger to fight the Power Rangers, so that's why he had his own yeah. dragon. And wasn't he if I remember rightly, wasn't he actually more powerful when he was white? Yeah. He was like some super Power Ranger or something, wasn't he? Something like that, yeah. Because I think he was green and then the, the coin he had to use in his morphing thing to turn him into green, that only had a limited shelf life because he went from being evil to being good or something. So he lost his powers, Yeah. at which point that's when they made him white. And I think they overcompensated by giving him a bigger dick. I mean, um, more, <laughs> more powers. A bigger ponytail is what you meant <laughs> that's, to say. That's exactly what I meant. So I yeah, that was. I think that was kind of how it works. I specifically remember about the white slash Green Ranger, all I specifically remember about him was he was the coolest because he did a roundhouse kick. None of the others did it, but he did this fucking roundhouse kick that yeah. nobody else did, and that was his thing. He yeah, but he, but he was also slightly gay because he had shoulder pads and nobody else needed shoulder pads. Oh, yeah. His costume was completely different, actually, wasn't well, it? It was it became, the same. They, they had, sort of adopted it later on, didn't they? Well, they all had the same. They all had the, the unitard. But he had, like, gold with, shoulder pads, didn't he? Yeah, they all had the, the same unitard with the white, white diamonds on it, and then yeah. the only difference with his was he had the gold pointed shoulder pads. Yeah. And then when he became white, it went from being gold pointed shoulder pads to being a black vest with yeah. gold trim around the shoulders and a sort of more rounded pad on it. But he still needed shoulder pads. Very 80s. Yeah. Which, considering the show was 93, Yeah, a little bit off, dated yeah. there. Okay, right. So there's six Power Rangers yeah. and there's five members of Voltron Force. So numbers-wise, Voltron Force need to take out at least one of those Power Rangers very quickly. Yes. Although saying that, if they do that, well, it's not because Power Rangers still can form the robot as long as it's what they need to do is take out green slash white. Yes. Almost immediately. Well, yeah. If I say if if Voltron takes out green slash white, then it doesn't make a huge amount of difference because they can Power Rangers can still make it. What they need to do is take out the red one because the red one was the body and the head, the, the body and what the head came out of. That, I mean, that's the same on both sides. And so, are we starting this fight with both robots? Well, we starting it on the ground. I think it's unfair to start it with the Power Rangers as the teenagers. They've at least got to be the Power Rangers. Yeah, I think so. I think if you go into it with the people having the fights, then yeah, and then they start in the Power Rangers are kind, then... are kind of going to have that part because they were all they're all teenagers with a bit of martial arts in them. They all did a bit of karate. Oh yeah, they're actually they're, they're kind of lame superheroes. Yeah, they they kind of like kick ass. Yeah, so they they've yeah they've definitely in a fist fight. They've got it. Yeah, because I think with the five uh, Lion Force also have a kid with them, so he's going to be at a disadvantage as well. Mm. So I think if, if if the fight is people versus people, then I think Power Rangers are going to snatch it pretty quick. Yeah. It needs to be the robots, basically, because let's be fair, you, you watch Power Rangers, you watch Voltron, you watch anything like that. You're watching it for the giant fucking yeah, robots. Nobody gives a fuck about the people anyway, it's the robots. Yeah. So they're all in their individual robots then, is what we're after. Yeah. To start with, before they form their final ultimate robot, they need to have a scrap amongst their robots. Yeah. And at this point, it takes so long for the Voltron pilots to get into their individual robots yeah. that if the Power Rangers, were to, they could easily get the jump on them. Yeah, I'm not sure about this because in Voltron, you saw the whole sequence where they went into the library, pulled the book down, slid down back and down the battle. Yeah. They did all that. Well, Power Rangers, if I'm not mistaken, and I may well be, they pulled out the, the morphers with the coins in them and they said the name of their thing and then they kind of jumped. Yeah, that was it. The, the robot came to them, didn't it? Yeah. I Whereas in Voltron, they had to they go, to go to the robot. robot. But I don't know whether there's a similar passage of time where the robot's got to get from fucking Shanghai bus station to you know, central, you know, central California. Yeah, true, I guess. And you just don't see it because you know, efficiency and you know, cost, of, uh, cost of film. Yeah. Or whether it's just that quick that they jump and the thing's there. 
I don't know. Because they had the, the te- thing teleported them as well, didn't they? The, the, the morpher teleported them because they could all go to that fort, the fort just yeah, sorted yeah, them yeah. off where you had you know, the holly floating in a, yeah, yeah. In a tube. And that was a red dwarf trip, by the way, just in case you missed it. Um, it wasn't actually called holly, I can't remember what it's called. I think from that point of view, going on what you see on the screen, yeah, okay, they jump and they're in the robots and you could just kind of step on all the uh, all the Lion Force people. But I'm just wondering whether the, that was due to more of an economy of scale rather than an actual thing that you just jump and it's there. I think it, I think it probably was. And I think we have to... I mean, getting back to the fight, we have to assume that they know this fight's happening, so Voltron's pilots are going to be in the right place to get into the Alliance. Yeah. So, essentially, what we've got is we've got five Lion robots and six assorted Power Ranger robots. Well, kind of fight, because the Pterodactyl's not going to be able to fight a Lion, is it? Why not? Well, the Lions can fly, though, can't they? The Lions can fly, and not only that, if the Pterodactyl's flying and the Lions are on the ground, it can just, like, swoop in and peck them and pick yeah. one up and throw it and shit. The Pterodactyl's actually a bit of a wild card in that bunch, yeah, when you think because they've got oh. aerial attack coming. Although they kind of missed the boat there, because I don't think they fitted it with bombs and shit. I think it was just literally, it flew into place, and then it, it attached itself to the breastplate of the Megazord. I don't think it... If, if it weaponized it, I think it would have been a lot more useful. Yeah. I mean, basically, all it's going to take anyway is... Because what the Lions have got over every single one of the Power Rangers robots, apart from the Pterodactyl, is agility. They're a lot smaller, lighter, and quicker than any of the Power apart Rangers robots. Possibly the same two Tiger. Possibly, but then even so, I would say that's a bit bulkier than the Voltron Lions are. And when you saw it on screen, the, sort of, the, the whole mechanical jaws thing took about four hours. It was like opening the roof on the Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's kind of... Yeah, they, they're quite clunky robots. Yeah. So the lions are going to run rings around them. And if that pterodactyl swoops, those lions are agile enough to be able to jump up and grab it and just yeah, drag it, it about. Ground. And as soon, as soon as that thing's grounded, so I think that's your first casualty then. Uh, the pterodactyl, yeah. yeah. So pterodactyl swoops in, gets picked and then it gets pounced on. And once it's pounced on and it's, it's grounded, it's, it's out of the fight. Yeah, so at that point, Yellow Rangers then got a buddy up with one of the other rangers. Big ranger. Pterodactyl oh, was pink. Was it? I thought pterodactyl was pterodactyl yellow. Pterodactyl was pink. Oh, the same tiger was, yeah. yeah. Okay, so pink ranger needs to buddy up with somebody then. Yeah. So it makes sense if she then, I guess, jumps with the leader. Well, she she would jump in with green slash white because they were on dating on the show as well. Were they? Yeah. I did not realise this. Yeah. Your I... Power Rangers knowledge is vastly superior to mine. But then I was I was kind you of that, just a touch too older. old for yeah. Power Rangers. I mean, I think I was probably just about too old for it as well, but I was more aware of it. I don't, don't get me wrong, I watched it, but I yeah. was too old for it. It was not cool to be watching Power Rangers. No, I, vag- I vaguely remember lots of small details. I don't remember mm. a lot of the arcs and stuff, but I remember certainly a lot of details. But yeah, so I think that would make sense that she would jump in with Dragon. Also, the Dragon was kind of bigger. Yeah. Because the Dragon was the same size as the, the combined five Megazord. So in theory, it's got a bigger cockpit than all the others until they merged and all of a sudden five one-man cockpits became one fucking giant flight. Yeah, I was going to bring this up because that doesn't happen in Voltron. No, I mean... They all stay in their individual areas. Yeah, because it makes sense because at, at that point, if one particular limb is damaged or... Well, Voltron, they you could can, you detach. Can detach. Yeah, and, that, and they them. would do that. The, the green, like I said, even on the toy, the green lion would shoot out like a missile. And so you could use that as a diversionary tactic, but we're getting ahead of ourselves on it because we haven't formed the giant robot yet. Yeah, you look at anything, right, okay, well, Power Rangers are all there. They're all in the, in the flight deck together. And all of a sudden, you've got to get up, get out of your chair, walk to the back, go in the lift, down to the foot, get mm-hmm. yourself back to your seat, put your seatbelt on. Yeah. And they say, fucking hell. And also, how do they not get squished? What do you mean? Well, if it's all interconnecting in such a way that all of the cockpits merge together into one big cockpit. Yeah. At some point, it's like, I've always thought this with Transformers as well, like, if you're inside Bumblebee when he transforms, 
you're getting yeah. squished. Yeah, because components have got to move to make that And happen. the same thing happens with the Power Rangers Megazord, because it physically, in some cases, it physically alters. Whereas in Voltron, it literally is all of the lions just clipped together. Yeah. So, and that... Because, again, it's the similar principle. The head isn't the head. As no. So, un unless the head is just like a giant flight deck, and they can all get out and walk around like an... Like on the seven four seven or something, possibly. Um, but yeah, it doesn't really make a lot of sense. No, I know it's giant robots and not crashing cities and shit. So not a lot of it makes sense anyway. Yeah, in fairness, Power Rangers is pretty nonsensical. Anyway, yeah. okay, getting back. So Pink is down. Yeah, so Pink is down, and the pterodactyl is gone and out of the fight. So the pterodactyl's out of the fight for now, because obviously yeah. we're gonna have to bring it back in to make the Megazord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, they could go over and pick it up and clip it on or something. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. They're gonna wear like a big fucking brooch or something. Yeah, I mean. If, they, if they're going to be scrapping in these individual robots first, then there's a fair chance that whatever robot they do from is going to be damaged. So we just know at this point that the Megazord's already going to have damage from the Pterodactyl. Yeah. But like for me, that's good. I mean, that was going completely off point. The, the big problem with the, the Star Wars prequels was that everything was fucking shiny and mm. pristine and all the angles were perfect and all the curves were perfect. Whereas in the original trilogy, everything was battered. It was yeah, it was busted up. And okay, it was not a civil war or the rest of it, so they wouldn't have had the... But it's just everything looked that much more convincing because it wasn't too shiny. Yeah. And at the, I think it's when in episode one where they go to Tatooine and they've got that fucking silver ship, which is basically, it's a big fucking silver reflective thing. Yeah. And you think, well, what's the point in that? Yeah. You know, you don't drive a car off, no, you drive a car off the showroom and it gets dirty when you use it. Yeah, that's right. Things so, are going to get battle damage. So, I mean, the fact you've got a bit of battle damage, you might have some dents, you might have some lines that aren't quite straight, some things that aren't going to quite interlock. That's going to play a part in, in the, 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 the main file later on anyway. Yeah. The fact that the pterodactyl has been damaged or the triceratops or whatever it's going to be is going to get a bit damaged. It's not all going to quite go together the way it should. And I think that's the key to the fight is that we know they can both turn into, I would say, probably fairly evenly matched giant robots. Mm. So the key is how the much damage they, they can do. Yeah. Anyway. So the key is how much damage they can do to each individual component because then the robots start in, like, say, if the Power Rangers are damaged and they're starting on a back foot. Yeah. So Voltron's just basically got to land a few good blows once he's Voltron. But, so, I mean, the key in this now, the pterodactyl's down. So the dragon has now got to go and pick up Kimberly, I believe her name was. I think you're right. Yeah, that just pops that's, straight That's either her character name or the actress name. I can't remember which, but... Somewhere around there, there's a, there's a Kimberly. Yeah. Right, so he's going to be momentarily distracted going yeah. to pick up Pink Ranger then. Now, to me, the key in the fight against the lions has got to be... Like we said, the tiger is going to be fairly evenly matched. It's the Mastodon. Because it's going to take all five lions yeah. to take that motherfucker. Yeah, I was going to say, it's, it's, it needs that pack mentality, doesn't it? Yeah, because definitely. Because same as it would be taking down a wildebeest or a, yeah. a, an elephant or whatever it is, you're going to need more than one lion yeah, to do it. Yeah, definitely. So having now taken out the pink one and the green one by default because he's, he's going to protect Pink Ranger, is that the point you say, right, two of us, three of us, pounce on the, on the Mastodon? That's what they've got to do. I think they've got to separate. So we know dragons over saving pink. So we're left with a Mastodon, a Tyrannosaurus... A Sabertooth Tiger and a Triceratops. Right, okay. Now the Triceratops, again, you probably... That's going to be the same as the Mastodon. You're going to need numbers for that. So they're going to need to split, right? They're going to need to split two and two. Yeah. And then they're going to need a third distracting the Tyrannosaurus, basically. Now the Tyrannosaurus, like, for me... The Tyrannosaurus and the Dragon are actually going to be pretty shit in the fight. Yeah, they are. They're too big, too slow... And they're too, too big, too slow, and they've got really short arms. <laughs> Good point. Well, there's only the T-Rex that I can't remember. The dragon may have been slightly mutated or deformed you know, yeah. from those real dragons. But I can't remember whether it had longer arms or not. Because like, dragons walk on four legs, so possibly it did. Possibly the arms were longer anyway. 
But certainly the T-Rex is going to have short arms. Yeah. Its weapon is going to be, as weapons are going to be its feet and its tail yeah. in fending off the dragons, in fending off the lions. Yeah, because there's no way it's going to be quick enough to get his jaws around one of those lions. No, it's going to have to knock one down. Yeah. And pin it with a foot and then bite down on it. I mean, you could even, if our one, let's say Red decides, Red Lion decides to go because he's the leader. Yeah. Okay. So let's and red, say and red Power Rangers leaders. So. Yeah, yeah. So let's say he's going to, whilst the other four are taking down the Mastodon and the Triceratops. Well, possibly not taking them down, but certainly slowing them down. Certainly slowing them down. If he can lead the Tyrannosaurus towards them, get him to swipe with the tail, and then the rest of the pack jump out of the way, the Tyrannosaurus could take down the Mastodon for them with yeah. that tail. So again, so certainly knock it off its feet long enough for them to for them to pounce. To pounce and so that's apart. the way they take the Mastodon down. Yeah. You don't have to do that with the Triceratops, or you kind of have to get it to charge and then get out of the way. I think you would do the same thing. You could use the Triceratops against the Tiger even. Oh, the, no, tiger's... the Tiger's going to jump. The Tiger's going to be kind of flexible and nimble. Yeah. More so than the other dragon, uh, Dino, not Dinobots, that's a different franchise. Yeah. Um, the other, whatever the fuck they were called, Dinozords. Yeah, I think they were called Dinozords. Possibly. I may have made that up. If I have, trademark. If not, sorry. I think that's the way you do it then. So you, you, have, you have two on the Triceratops, distracting that. You have two on the Mastodon, just picking away at it. And then our leader leads, because they're smarter than the Power Rangers. We said this one. Yeah, because they're all, they, they're they're all trained. And shit. Yeah, they're, they're fucking smart. So they lead the Tyrannosaur into swiping the Mastodon with his tail. At the point he's down, the lions just have at it. They're a pack of lions. Yeah, so they just start ripping it, his legs, his legs off and shit. Yeah, yeah, totally. Don't, even, don't, have, don't, even, don't even have to don't put, totally destroy it. Just pull his legs off. He can't get back up. Yeah, that's, that's what they do. They just fuck it up a bit. Yeah. So that's him down. Yeah, the problem I, I can see, and I only got came to it halfway through what we were just talking about, but you've got two on the Mastodon, two on the Triceratops, and one is, one is taken on the T-Rex, or distracting the T-Rex, whatever. You still got the same tooth tiger who's gonna be pretty quick. Yeah, yeah, this is the thing. The one that's distracting is essentially on a kamikaze run. I think by the time he's led the T-Rex around and it's swiped the tail, the tiger's gonna have intercepted because he's gonna know what's going on. Yeah. So I think assuming he's even successful in his mission, the tiger's taking him out. That is a kamikaze run, and that's why the leader does it, I think. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That takes us to one down on each side. So now we're five. Oh well, no, we're four. two down that's on power two, rangers. Two down. So we're we're four on four then. Okay, so you've you've lost red and power rangers have lost the mastodon and the pterodactyl. No people are dying. Just people, the robots. Yeah, just the robots. So people aren't yeah. going to die yet. Yet, because it is a fight to the death. Well, yeah, because it's power rangers. Well, the people are not going to die when the giant robot is taken down. Yeah. <laughs> Unless we find a non-lethal way of taking these robots down, I don't see that happening. It's it would be unlike us. It's not Christmas. So we're left with. Four lions, a tiger, a triceratops, a dragon, and a T-Rex. Right, okay. I think probably the tiger is their biggest threat. Yeah, now is the T-Rex going to damage itself in taking out the mastodon? Like if it's swiping with its tail, yeah, is probably the tail, is it's going to do damage? some damage to that tail. It might not say come off, it might certainly buckle it and fuck it up a bit. I, th I think in fairness, the strategic that... move there, you have to leave the T-Rex and the dragon until the last day, just because they're so fucking big that they are going to take a massive amount of time yeah, to bring the, them down. The, yeah, I mean, they're big. I mean, the T-Rex, from memory, wasn't particularly bulky, was like the dragon was bucking hulking. It was, yeah, it it was, was very heavy set. It was yeah. a stroke of marketing genius because obviously they, they made the original. Megazord toy that it would interact with the Dragonzord toy to make the Mega Dragonzord, but it was it was hulking in its own right. It had you know, lots of armor on the arms and on the back yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Whereas the others didn't have that. Yeah, I think in fairness, there's no way that the lions are taking down the dragon. No, I, th I think that the dragons what's going to keep them in it long enough to put the the big one together. So. 
the next one to go then has got to be the tiger because we can't pull the same move with the triceratops that we pulled with the mastodon because they're now aware of what's happening but we've we've now at a position where we've got two on the triceratops and the two that were taking on the mastodon can now focus on the tiger the triceratops is still being distracted and two lions are going to take down the tiger yeah it's it's, it's numbers now you, you look at one it's a one-two punch one leads in one way and the other one comes in yeah it's, that's it it's rope dope yeah, it's it's it's, it's never going to go any any other way than a tiger does the distraction and a, a, the lion does the distraction. The other one comes in like the raptors. One will yeah. pop up in front of you. You go, oh fucking hell, and the two from the side get you. Yeah, one of them gets a bowl of frosties or something. Yeah, just like over here, and the lions go in for the kill. Yeah, that would that would be the way to do because then they've lost all their agility, all their speed. They've still got their size. The triceratops is going to be bulky and it could potentially get up to speed, but it needs a lot of momentum. It's gonna need a big run up to get to it. Yeah. But I think if I'm a lion, if I'm a group of you know, super intelligent lion pilots, because no, that's that's my aim in life. What you need to do is you need to use that against the triceratops to the extent that you stand in front of a substation or a set of yeah, pylons. Get, yeah. You kinda of get it to charge. And then you jump and then out you jump of the way at the last second. So it runs into the the pylon or the substation wherever it is and basically lots of electricity fries its circuits and kind of takes it out. Yeah, that's how you take that out. But I think by the time that's going to be happening... Well, the dragon's going to be back in play shortly. Yeah, the shortly. dragon would have picked up all the various... Or the, tri or the Tyrannosaur, whichever one, would have picked up the various down power ranges. The two of them are going to realise what's going on and think, right, shit's getting real here. We've no, got we to start stomping on some lions. So I think the dragon is going to enter the fight, at which point, if Voltron Force is smart, they're just going to be like, look, there ain't no way these five pissy little lions are taking down a dragon. And a dragon robot and a T-Rex yeah we need to form Voltron so and as soon as they form Voltron they go right okay we're going to go hyper mega dragons or whatever and both giant robots are in at this point now yeah now at this point with the giant robots red Voltron or, has been taken down so the body and the head is damaged on Voltron yeah saying that though if you were smart if you were the power rangers at this point you've got two and they go oh fuck we need the big one so they form Voltron do you then say well hang on we've got a this big dragon and a slightly less big T-Rex. Yeah, and the key here is that the T-Rex is the body of the Dragonzord in the same way that the Red Lion is the body yeah. of Voltron. So, although Voltron's got four fully functional limbs, it's, it's his body, and, body head and head are damaged. damaged. That's where your major components of the circuitry are going to be. So he's going to be a little bit fucked up. But th then I'm not sure, because it's, I say they're all still in their individual cockpits, aren't they? Yeah. So potentially it's not like the Power Rangers where they're all controlling it from the same part. It might be a case of True. There's, a, there's an element of, of things being t together and things being connected in the middle. But there's also going to be an element of individuality and, and individual control. Mm. So it's not going to be as big a deal having the red one damaged for Voltron as it is for... For the Power Rangers. No, I guess not. But I'm just kind of thinking, for the main bulk of that robot, then, for it to function as a big unit, there has to be some sort of yeah, connective tissue yeah. somewhere. And, and that's going to be in the body. Yes. Whatever fuel source it's using, or whatever processor it's using, or whatever, it's going to be in the body of yeah. that unit. Okay. Yeah. So any kind of hyper-weapons they have, or anything like that, or any kind of speed or strength advantage that's gained from being this giant robot, is going to be linked to the body and the head, surely. Yeah. So they're not going to be operating at full capacity, I don't think. If nothing else, if the head has been damaged, then visibility is going to be a little bit fucked. Yes. Because the limbs, yes, there's individual pilots in there, but they're just going to be looking in one direction, essentially. If the arms yeah. are down to this side, they're going to be looking at the floor. I mean, they can tip their head, obviously. It's not like a dog. But, you know, that's that, that's how that works. But, yeah, you, you hit on something. I think the key there, bearing in mind that the two Power Rangers robots are still fairly sizable. Yeah, it's not... It's, not it's go for the limbs well. in those two robots before you form Megazord, I think. If you, if you try and damage Voltron's individual limbs with the dragon, which is a fairly sizable robot. Yeah, because it, it was as big as the, the Megazord, because when Green was evil, they fought 
Yeah. So, I mean, you still have that. Again, it's whether they've got the strategic nerves to say, hang on a minute, let's, let's have a go with that. You, See, the, you'd, you'd think at this point they'd say, oh, well, they did it to our Tigers, so let's go for it. Yeah, but yeah, the, the strategic decision is definitely to attack it as two separate rubs, but like you said the Power Rangers strategy, not their strong point. No, again. They I are mean, hot-headed teenagers. Yeah, that's, that's it, you know. And, and Tommy specifically was hot-headed. Yeah, that was, was part the, of his character, so he's just going to want to form giant ultra mega dragons or whatever and roundhouse kick it in the fucking nuts. Yeah. Or the robot nuts. Yeah. If it has any. So, yeah, I guess they would. They yeah, would you, you, yeah you'd, you'd say, right, okay, well, you've got your big robot, I'll see your big robot and add a bigger one. So that's exactly what they're going to yeah. do. And at that point, you say, okay, well, we've got the body and torso of Voltron is damaged. To what extent? Well, we've not really established them. They've not ripped its head off or anything. Or they've, no, I think... They've it, just taken it out. They've just incapacitated it. Yeah, it's, it's unable to function individually, but in terms as of... As part of, the, of a whole. As part of a whole, I think it would still... Would, it would probably be some sort of cosmetic damage and maybe... Like I say, maybe it would some affect some sort of processor or something like that. And, and the same with the Megazord. Like, if it's a limb, then maybe it's going to be have a slight limp or something. But it's going yeah. mean, to. The actual thing is going to be there. It might have to drag it like dead weight. Yeah, no, but that robot's I'm there. To think how power the Megazord went together. I think the Triceratops and the Saber Tiger were the legs. Can't remember. I think the I said the, the mastodon became the the bulk of the body, and then the pterodactyl went over like a breastplate, like armor. I oh. think, and then from I think the the. T-Rex basically became sort of the shoulders, the neck, and the head. But then the head came off. Well, T-Rex was definitely the head. Yeah, and then and the, the other head exactly, came Yeah, top. it was exactly the same as Voltron. Yeah, it was just was a action. head within a head. It was just a live-action version, basically. It really was. Um, it really was. Yeah, and even to the extent, like, look at uh, Voltron on YouTube. They're still selling the toys. The toys was a 2012 video, I think it was, yeah. of somebody you know, had him under a Christmas tree. Ignore the fact that he's the biggest, campus, gayest bear in the woods. And just look at the toys, because that's yeah. what you're there to look at. And, you know, they've done that, and they've, they've had their resurgence. But I think Power Rangers are on their seventh or eighth different fucking iteration. Oh, Power Rangers just will not die. Yeah, Power Rangers um, just keeps going. You had Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Then you had you know, Samurai Power Rangers and Ninja Time Power Force, Rangers. Time yeah, yeah. All these, so they're on fucking millions of iterations now. But that's why we focused on the original one. You look at them, and even now, there's um, what we 20 years removed from that series, 30 years removed from Voltron. Fuck. Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> and Thanks they're, for that. They're, they're still using the same um, the same mechanics of it, no, even now, and it still looks exactly the fucking same. Just with them. the samurai one, I think it's got another twirly mustache and a samurai helmet and some shoulder pads as opposed to. Yeah, it's, it's like it's, a cosmetic it's, change. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's the functionality and the, sort of the, the, the ethos is the same, it just looks slightly different. Mm. But okay, so we're, we're in both giant robots. Now, Voltron's got a fucking sword. So is the Power Rangers. Is it? Yeah. Okay, so they can have fucking sword. They have sword fight. I think the, the Power Rangers one had some form of rudimentary shield as well. Not like a massive you know, floor, to, no, floor to chest thing, but a little shield. If you, know, if you, if you hit it, if you throw a sword, if you're swinging a sword at it, you can put his no, tea tray up and, yeah. and block it slightly. Now, I don't remember Voltron having a shield, but I wouldn't be surprised if he did. But the key thing for me with Voltron is because the lions form individual limbs. Okay, so one of them's holding a sword. Yeah. But the green lion has still got jaws. And so have his feet. Because the way they formed the feet was the head would sort of tilt like the toes. Yeah. So he essentially still has three biting lion mouths. Yeah. Now the Power Rangers did the same with the, the feet. But obviously you only had the same tooth tiger as a, yeah. the, the other one was a triceratops. Which, which the wolf doesn't bite. Yeah. So you still had that. question is whether you could still use the foot in that capacity. when, when no, if, if it's going to come up through 90 degrees and lock in place to be its foot. Are the jaws then still going to be active? Yeah, no, I think they are. Because the, like I said, the ships still function individually. So although it's coming up 90 degrees, it's the pilot within yeah. that's moving that limb up. So then if the pilot then thinks... I know, 
I'll bite. Yeah, but should oh, be so is, there, is there some mechanism that's going to stop? Oh, that locks to, it in place. Yeah, yeah. to stop it. I, I wouldn't have thought so because it's still it's a, it's, a it's the of, bottom of the jaw that you stood on, not the top of the jaw. Yeah. So you could still close the top of the jaw unless you need to keep it closed for stability, like a like a foot. Yeah, but they never were closed really. That's what I'm saying. They, they, they had bitey. Oh, so it was, it was open in position. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It right, was, okay. They were like roaring when you yeah, saw the lions. Yeah, because like the, the porridge where I think the head came over, so it was yeah, closed. Yeah. No, no, no. They, they always looked like they were roaring and stuff. And I mean, plus with the green one having the bitey jaws, all that really needs to happen is Green's willing to take one for the team, and he might not even need to, depending on how good this sword is. But if Megazord's doing... Yeah, if it just the grabs arm. the sword, well, no, or even the arm, no, yeah, just grabs, bites, grab, bites grab, it off the, the wrist. Grabs the wrist and holds it in place for the sword to come down and chop the arm. I think the lion could probably bite through the wrist even. Possibly, but if, if it it's could... Just ro- essentially, although they're giants, it's still just robot on robot. Yeah, but it, it's, it's, it's how strong the material, call it steel or whatever it is, how strong that is on both sides. But if, if it can't penetrate, if it can't bite through, which is no reason why it couldn't, then it could still clamp the arm and then it's got a sword in its free arm to chop that arm off. And it, t- it then takes A, one of the Power Rangers' limbs out, yeah. And B, it takes the sword out of play as well. Yeah. I mean, I think that it would definitely happen. There's no reason for that not to happen. Like, they, they're trained pilots. Again, this is the thing. Power Rangers kind of move about in their robots, but they've never really had any formal training on how they on how they move these that things. That we're aware of. I mean, they didn't have a montage. No. So, but they, know, that's, yeah. that's how you know they've been trained. Still, so. just teenage high schoolers. Whereas Voltron are pilots. And let's be fair, no. Stroppy teenagers are probably going to get halfway through the fight and go, oh, fuck this, I'm bored. Mm. Voltrons are pilots. They're tacticians. They're definitely going for this. But, like, Power Rangers are angry by this point as well, which is why they've even formed the Megazord. So Tommy's going to get his testosterone levels up. Yeah. He's going to take a wild, blind swipe at Voltron. And then... And that arm is coming off. As usually happened, Red Power Ranger, whose name I can't remember, something normal. What used to happen was Green One would get slightly testosterone and start swinging and hacking. He would then get pissy with him. So then you've got two pissy teenagers trying to pile up. And they're having a fight in the cockpit at this point, probably. Whereas, whereas Lion Force... Yeah, they're on the same page. They're on the same page, and they're cold and calculating, and they're just thinking they shit through. So they've taken an arm off. Now, at this point, they're also going to have a bit of forward momentum going to come around and probably swipe at the legs as well. Or, if not the legs, the lower torso. Certainly the lower torso, yeah. So again, they're going to be doing some damage, whether it's catastrophic damage or whether it's just enough to destabilise. Well, I mean, as I say, Voltron used to do this thing as well where Lightning would strike his sword. It was a little bit He-Man-y, or probably He-Man-y was a little bit Voltron-like, I suppose. But Lightning definitely used to... So if he was to charge that sword off as well, he probably wouldn't even need to sever anything. If he just took a wild swipe at it, he'd probably fucking short-circuit some shit. Quite possibly. I mean, and if, we, if we, we've already established that's what happened to the Triceratops, so it's already going to be running on limited power. So I think he can take the legs out. I definitely think he can take the legs out. Whether they come off completely... Or whether they're just incapacitated, yeah, it doesn't really I matter. Th- I mean, that sword, that's no normal sword. It's a giant robot sword, so yeah. it should therefore be able to cleave a giant robot leg. In theory, yeah. So it could cleave the legs off, leaving essentially like an oily, messy stump. Yeah, pretty much. So at this point... What we've got is a Megazord that's got one hand clawing his way along the floor towards Voltron's gaping lion mouth feet. So at this point, if they just bring a lion mouth forward towards its head, which is going to be at that level, slam the jaws down, takes off the head, and I think that's where the Power Rangers are, did we say? Yeah. So they're actually going to get crushed amongst this tons of metal in the head. And you take out all six Power Rangers in one move. I think that's game over. Voltron wins. That's kind of it. And we didn't even get into the really crap supervillains in Power Rangers. No, we never had no discussion about the villains at all, didn't we? I think that might be another one for another day. Yeah, Power Rangers villains versus Godzilla, perhaps. But <laughs> yeah. It's the same thing, wasn't it? Yeah. 
Alright, so Voltron categorically. That I think that's one of the most definitive ones we've had. Power Rangers didn't even put up a fight. <laughs> no. <laughs> that was but just no point. But then just, yeah, so. and plus they're just a derivative of Voltron. Yeah. So it yeah, was you obvious don't, you don't they're second the best. They're clearly second best. Voltron is OG. So yeah, Voltron wins. If you'd like to dispute that, drop us an email at uh, whowinspodcast at gmail.com. Hit us up on Twitter at whowinspodcast on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash whowinspodcast. We won't do anything about it. We won't change the outcome. We won't probably won't discuss it again, but it's nice to get some feedback. If you'd like to suggest any future fights we could do, we're running out. We've only got about 50 left to do off our list. So if you have any suggestions, anything you'd like us to try out, drop us a line. Again, we may or may not do it, but certainly appreciate the feedback. But until next time, that's Who Wins. Thanks very much. See you next time. Yeah.